I'm Ezra Fieldsmeyer. And I'm Casey Cantrell. And welcome to Animation and Beyond. And on this episode, we are going to do something a little different. We're going to do a catch-up episode. Yeah, about what movies and shows and things we've seen this past summer. Yeah, just things that we've been watching recently. Shows. Movies. We'll, we'll talk about it all. Yeah. But before we get started on all that good stuff, let's answer last week's trivia question. What 2015 hybrid film by Sony featured a cameo by a Smurf? That was uh, Pixels, which was starred Adam Sandler, Kevin James, and some others. And it was had references to classic video games in it, similar to Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. But it had like video video game aliens, though, not Toy Story-esque like Wreck-It Ralph. Right. And it was more aimed at an older audience, given Adam Sandler's presence. It was more mature. Well, mature in one sense. I, I think a lot of people would describe the movie as immature. I understand. Yeah, but it, it featured a lot of cameos by a lot of different characters from a lot of different IPs. Including Qbert, who also was in Wreck-It Ralph. Mm. And a Smurf. Okay, so that was the answer to last week's trivia question. Stick around for the next trivia question. In the meantime, we have a joke to tell. <laughs> Did you hear about that movie Paw Patrol that just came out that featured dogs? It was possum. <laughs> and fittingly enough, that's going to be one of the movies you'll be talking about. So, you know, on that note, let's get to our feature presentation. All right, Ezra. So you mentioned that you saw Paw Patrol. Can you tell us about that movie? Yes, it was based on the hit animated children's show Paw Patrol. And is that a Nickelodeon show? Yes, it's one of it's one of the Nick Jr. shows, one of the Nickelodeon shows made for generally the preschool audience. I see. Okay. I thought it was great. I thought it was fun. Nice. And did you see it in theaters or uh on Paramount Plus? Yeah, that's one of the newer streaming services. Yes, it launched earlier this year. It's also the brand name, the new brand name for CBS All Access. Yeah, so, I mean, what what did you like about the film? I thought it had was a fun movie made for kids that adults could also enjoy, that based on the popular animated kids show, and I thought it was a good, fun movie about teamwork. Uh, sounds like it had solid lessons for, for its audience. Yes, it did, yeah. One of the main characters who was who was her first, which this was the character's first appearance, who didn't appear on the show, was Liberty who has always wanted to be on the on the Paw Patrol team. I also know Kim Kardashian was in the film, too. So, and I don't know, did you watch the show? Have Or have you little, watched the show? Not as much, though, but I've seen little bits of it, though. But I've seen a lot of younger ones, including the ones I've been reading to, who like that show, and I've watched it. Oh, very cool. Yeah, a lot of the kids, like, who, are, who love the show, who are excited about the movie, loved it, from what I've heard. Okay, well, if you're into dogs, if you're into Paw Patrol the show, then go check this movie out. A show that I have been re-watching 
that I watched as a kid and have now been rewatching it just got added to HBO Max. It's Batman the Animated Series. Wow. That came out in the early 90s, mid-90s, sometime around then. That was one of the DC animated shows that came out when I was a kid, and it made a huge impression on me from the music, the style, the stories that it told. It's definitely what's been interesting going back is just seeing how dark some of the episodes are in subject matter. There have been a lot of uh, origin episodes for the different supervillains, and for the most part, they're pretty dark. So that's been really interesting going back to that show. And of course, that was the first show that featured Mark Hamill playing the Joker. I see. Interesting. And if, uh, you know, if our listeners don't remember, we did a Mark Hamill episode earlier. He originally played Luke Skywalker. That's what he's most famous for. So, Ezra, what is another film or show or something else that you watched or been watching? Oh, I watched Bebo, the latest film from Sony Pictures Animation. Mm hmm. And what's that? I'm not familiar with that one. It's a fun, it was a fun musical. It had music by Lynn Wendell Miranda, who was famous for Hamilton and also did Moana and is do- doing Disney's latest Encanto out this November. Ah, okay. Vivo is about a kinkajou who came from Cuba, who lived with a musician named Andreas, and who sadly passes away. And then he meets his niece-in-law, his niece named um, Gabby, who, who he meets in Florida, mm-hmm. in Miami. And they go on a, an adventure together. And there is a, a singer who's retiring singing and performing and doing her. Gabby wants to wants to go to that rather than do being a Girl Scout and delivering cookies. And it's a great movie. I thought it had really good music in it, too. I like that it was Sony Pictures Animation's first movie that's a musical. Oh, that's very interesting. Uh, is it in theaters or where can people stream it? On Netflix. Two other Sony Pictures Animation movies like The Mitchells vs. The Machines that came out earlier this year, mm-hmm. as well as Wish Dragon, which I also watched this summer. And I'll definitely want to ask you about that in a second. But another show that I've been watching, I've been watching it with my youngest brother, is a very popular anime called Demon Slayer. Uh, I've been watching that on Netflix. It's a very interesting premise where it's about this guy who is a very skilled swordsman, or well, he learns to be a skilled swordsman, and his sister who has been turned into a demon. And it's his quest to try to basically transform her back to human. And it's really like the animation is incredible. It is so detailed and it's really very amazing to watch. If you're not into anime style storytelling, it's probably not for you. But I just think the animation is gorgeous. Okay, so as you mentioned, you you saw uh, Wish Dragon recently. It was an Aladdin-like story who about um, a boy named teenage boy named Din, and it takes place in in like China, and it was made released earlier this year in China, but it was released in the U.S. for Netflix. And he meets a, a dragon named 
named Long in a teapot, a genie-like dragon who can grant wishes. Mm-hmm. And Din, more than anything, wants to reunite with his best friend from childhood, Lena, since they got separated years ago. I also also was Monsters at Work, a new show on Disney Plus based on Monsters, Inc. And I think it's a lot of fun. And it's, the main character is a new purple monster named Tyler, who's always been a fan of Sully and Mike. And he goes to Monsters at Work and he or sees some other who are monsters who are laugh collectors, because the scare floor is now the laugh blar. <laughs> yeah. And they were also all students at Monsters University. So this show is set after Monsters, Inc.? Yes. And uh, do we get to see any of the characters from Monster? Do we get to... Yeah, Sully and Mike are in it. Oh, cool. Roz, and so is Roz's sister, Rose and Celia, Bungus, Needleman and Smitty. They're all in it. Also, the Yeti, the hilarious, abominable snowman, voiced by John Ratzenberger, who voiced other characters we remember, like Ham, the Underminer, and Mac. Well, speaking of that, another show uh, that I've been watching is Adventure Time. That show came out when I was in my early teens, I believe, but I watched a lot of it with my youngest brother, and that's been a fun one to revisit just to see how zany and creative it is, but it's also got its uh, darker streaks as well, which has been interesting to revisit and see. Uh, Adventure Time, of course, is about the Jake the Dog and Finn the Human, who live in a post-apocalyptic world that's been transformed, and it features like characters who are candy, but they're sentient and alive, and there's all these different princesses, and it's just kind of a fun fun romp with these characters going on different adventures, seeing weirder, crazier things. Uh, like one episode I saw recently was where Finn and Jake are fighting this giant monster, and then they figure out something is going on with that monster, so they actually get eaten by him, and they find that these bears have basically <laughs> moved into this monster and are using the monster as a house in a dance club, and that's why the monster is freaking out. So the, crazy things like that in that show are very, very common. Mm. So Ezra, uh, what else have you been watching? The Disney's Jungle Cruise movie with Emily Blunt and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I thought it was fun and it was interesting that they did another film based on a classic Disney attraction from, from their parks. I thought Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt were both really good in the movie, and I thought it had some good fun action in it as well. And, and also the la- What was that you're asking? And, and I was just going to ask, what else have you seen? Oh, right. The Loud House movie, based on the hit Nickelodeon show, The Loud House. I thought it was fun. And I thought it was fun how the link, how the Loud ancestors who once lived in Scotland but had been exiled in Lincoln has to, along with his uh, ten sisters, Lori, Lenny, Lewin, Luna, Lynn, Lucy, Lola, Lily, and Lena, <laughs> along with yeah. their parents go to Scotland and learn about their ancestors and that they are have are they are from a Scottish descent mm-hmm. and they meet Angus who lives in a palace. He also he has a, a, a 
caretaker mo- named Morag who who's jealous and wants to take take over Scotland. And uh and I suppose the last movie I would like to mention is that I saw The Suicide Squad, which is not to be confused with the original Suicide Squad featuring Will Smith and others. Uh this is a new film set in that same universe kind of mm-hmm. directed by James Gunn certain actors reprise their roles from the original Suicide Squad but for the most part it's a completely new different film and I kind of just watched it with very low expectations and I actually really really enjoyed it uh surprisingly it was a lot of fun irreverent very much not for younger audiences do not watch it with your kids this is no. for adults only do not watch it with your kids, I repeat. Do not watch it with them. And I have a couple movies I watched that I haven't seen in years that I watched in a long time. Those are two DreamWorks films. Oh, okay. Shark Tale and Over the Hedge. Yeah, two more obscure films from them, right? Though, like, known for, like, Trek, Kung Fu Panda, How to Train Your Dragon, and others. Those are two of their less popular and successful earlier ones they did. Because I know Shark Tale was the same time as The Incredibles, which I've seen way more times. Yeah. And Over the Hedge was during the same time as Cars, which I've also seen way more times and are more successful, better known movies. So, Ezra, how come you revisited those two films in particular? Because I haven't seen those ones in a long time. And for DreamWorks animated movies, they're some of their least talked about movies nowadays. Shark Tale about Oscar who becomes the shark slayer and after a big misunderstanding when he befriends who tragically lost his brother, which I thought was similar to Big Hero 6 and Brother Bear. And then Oscar and Lenny become friends and Lino, the head of those sharks, um, wants to get revenge on Oscar. But then at the end, the sharks and the, the fish in the city get along with each other. And then Over the Hedge, which is loosely based on a comic strip, the comp 2006 comedy about critters who discover that their fo- world forestry world had been turned into a suburban neighborhood. The main character was RJ, who's a smart and clever raccoon, who meets those critters, and you meet Vern, who's a responsible yet irritable turd. And they work together to get food, and the head of that real estate is a is the greedy, animal-hating Gladys Sharp, who comes up with a plot on exterminating those animals by a man named Dwayne LaFontaine, a.k.a. the Verminator, who's a pa- most likely a parody of the Terminator. And RJ made a deal with a greedy, food-stealing bear named Vincent to get, it all, get all his food back in one week. And then along the way, RJ becomes friends, and then they all get along, and they work to defeat those Vincent, that greedy bear, Dwayne, the animal-killing exterminator, and Gladys, that animal-hating bully well Ezra how do you think the the movies age pretty old now compared to how the world was different then like how the prints like things and like technology and shows and things in society then compared to how they're like now in the digital age and what did did you still like them or or did you I have still any... love them because they were funny and clever but I liked Incredibles a lot more than Shark Tale and I liked Cars a lot more than Over the Hedge Okay, well, those have been some of the shows and movies we've been watching or re-watching recently. We would love to hear from you. What have you been uh, uh, watching? Yeah. And yeah, we would love to hear from you. What have you been watching? 
Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your time. If you like what we do, consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash animation and beyond. In the meantime, we have a trivia question from Ezra. Who was originally going to be the voice of King Louie in the original Jungle Book film from Disney? Okay, so if you know the answer, give us a shout on Facebook or send us an email at animationandbeyond at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Animation and Beyond. Bye! See you later! (laughs) 